Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three... Very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. And with me as always... My name is Ben Vernell. And with me as always... My name is Adam Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing, talking like that? I don't sound like that. <laughs> oh, fellas, it's a big week in gaming and we're yes. here to cover absolutely all of it. Yeah. It has been active. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has been timed perfectly with every Australian release date yep. of the game that's coming out this week. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, Kentucky Route Zero didn't come out of time for me to play it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I really want to play that game. Yeah. It looks great. Yes. Me. Yeah. Do we Fuck, we can't already dive into the review. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, let's, sorry, tread, gonna... let's tread water for a little bit. No, I got my floaties on. Yeah, we, we can have a mid-episode riff. We can, <laughs> we can okay. duck out of the talk back into like, oh, what did you have? Oh, what, did you, what have you been doing today? Have a washing machine? Yeah. Oh, what, what, what's the best clothes to wash? Yeah. All of them? You've got to wash all of them. Yeah. But Adam, no one's ever attempted a mid-podcasting riff and pulled it off. The... Fake, what's that dumb TV term where you start? In media res. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you fucking nerd. (laughs) No, I'm Latin. (laughs) In media riff. Okay. And every podcast starts. You you know why it's named that? Because Reservoir Dogs starts (laughs) out of chronological order. Fuck my ass. That's good. It's in media res (laughs) of Wire Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've done a riff. What is a movie? Mom, I've done a riff. (laughs) What is a movie that either has the word machine or deus in it? Oh, what um, about the movie Ex Machina? Machina? Yeah, Yeah. it came out too recently. It needs to be like a night and uh, the same era as what about Days of Thunder? Deus of Thunder? No, 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 no. no. Okay, machine, Uh, machine, the machinist. That's probably still too, too, close. too, recent. Yeah, too yeah. recent for this yeah, okay. guy. Day, dog day, it was X Machina's afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. No, it's not good enough. But let's get back to this in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, Did that's you a good see, idea. Speaking of X Machina, great film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Who's in that? Yes. Did you see this recently? Yeah, I did so see this. There's a this. great comic book called Ex Machina, right. which is absolutely no relation to the film. Mm-hmm. But he has gotten the rights to the comic book and is going to make it. And I think also be in it. Yeah, I think so. So now he just he's just sweeping up as much of the Ex Machina cinematic yeah. universe as he can. When That's they it. make Love a it. Deus Ex movie, he needs to jump on that and be playing De- JC Denton from the Deus Ex game. Yes. Yeah, I when guess so. Yeah. And that's a prequel to Ex Machina? Yeah. 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 But the fact that it's a prequel comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's really... <laughs> it's just right at the end of it. It's just like, what the fuck? Also, there's a robot here? Yeah. 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 Have you ever read Ex Machina? I you have not. No. It's really good. No. It's, uh, 
Superheroes. Ex Machina is that Monty Python sketch where he brings in that machine that's died, right? Mm. It is an ex. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! And the title is from that line. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Terry. <laughs> we know this is what you would have wanted. It's a uh, superhero who stopped 9/11 from happening. So Mark he- Wahlberg. Yes. Wow. It's, yeah, Mark Wahlberg should play this character. Oh yes. That would be so much better. Fuck. What, they should be bidding. There should be a bidding war over it. Yeah, yeah. He should have. Yeah, he should have fired up over yeah. that. But yeah. uh, as a result, he then runs for. I think he's either mayor or president of the United States. But he basically runs for office off the back of yeah. all this goodwill of people going. We love this superhero. He. So it's like basically superhero president. Right. It's cool. Sure. It's, it's really good. So nice. like uh, the current day. <laughs> like right now, yeah, yeah, a true hero a running the, an the actual, United States, of an America. actual hero, yeah, being yeah. the president that we can all agree on. God, I wish more games had come out this week. <laughs> 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 um, was there news? There's not even any fucking. Nah, I saw like a couple of things that Stadia still sucks and they haven't updated it in like more than a month, even though it came out like fucking two, less than two months ago. And they're taking one of the free games off the roster already. <laughs> I think one, one of the three Tomb Raider games, so it's already redundant. But yeah, yeah they're taking one of them off. That Stadia rotation. Sucks. Um, yeah, there was something about Destiny having a patch that like took people's money away. Yeah, like the real money equivalent, you know, currency and items and shit. And uh, then they took the whole thing offline. Some bullshit about Cyberpunk being delayed because it wouldn't work on a fucking Xbox One. It's bullshit. It's yeah, being made to run on it. Of course, it's that. Of course, that's why there's a delay. Right. Yes. Because they're optimizing the game. Yeah. So no is your answer. Oh, no news. Good yeah. lord. Well, what about this? How have you guys been? <laughs> is this the middle yet? Cunt, how's Kentucky Route <laughs> yeah, Zero? It feels like short. it might well be the middle. <laughs> very short, very short episode. 11-minute ebb. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird because like the last few years I've gotten used to January being pretty game-heavy still. Yeah. It's when like some great shit has come out mm-hmm. in the past few years. Like Resident Evil 7 and The Witness and a whole bunch of other shit was coming out early year. Oh, yeah. And all those, uh, all those delays and... Well, there wouldn't have been anything coming out at this point anyway, but feels like the last couple of months. Death Stranding was like last like big game. Big thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good point. And what's the next? Uh Monster Energy Motocross. Mm, yes. Three. Yes. Oh yeah. Did we get codes for that? Oh yeah. yeah. I asked. No, we we got do. Offered We've codes. Got oh really? Yeah, yeah, do they're we? in our email. Fuck. God right. damn. Well, we're doing that next week. We got a PS4, an Xbox, and a Switch one. Oh. Hmm. Who will take which one? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that'll be yeah. next week. Here's here's the review. There's an embargo, so we're not allowed to review it yet, and I should be clear, yeah. I haven't played it. Here's the review. It's bad. <laughs> I'm willing to jump out there and say that the Mo- Monster Energy Drink game will be bad. Okay. But that's a preview. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. This is a preview. I haven't signed jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> At least you've got low expectations. Yeah. So if it's mildly bad, it might seem slightly you, mildly it bad. It seem incredible, yeah. <laughs> nah, but I'm still harsh on stuff even if I think it'll be bad. That's why I hate myself. Because <laughs> we get a lot of emails from uh, like just these random sources that are like, Hey, here's this, you know, here's this game that's coming out. Yes. Let us know if you want. And just it's never anything you've ever heard of. Mm. Yeah, and it's more frequently, here's this thing that's related to a game, but isn't a game and is not an offer for a review code. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, we seem to be on some mailing list for some company that, judging by the number of emails we get, 
They put out 80 games a week? Yes. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. None of which we're talking about this week. No. Which is fine. Uh, there's Yeah, there's a lot of video games out, but I played Return of the Obra Dinn instead. Mm. I genuinely have been looking forward to Kentucky Roots here, and I'm really annoyed that it... I it, I looked on Wikipedia yeah. and it said 28th of January, right. but that means the rest of the world and Australia is ahead in time. Right. So it came out on the 29th, which is today here. Yes. So I haven't played it. Yeah. I played That's a little bit of it of today. Kentucky Route Zero. I'll talk about it a bit. Yeah. So what? So now? I kind of don't quite follow. So it's been go, it's been episodic. Yeah. And it's been like seven years or something. So I think it started development in 2011. The first one came out in 2013. Right. Okay. And this right. is the fifth part, the final part that's just come out. Mm. Right. So I think I finished. Well, I've just finished Act One. So I sure. guess that was. Is it segment? Is it like? Is the acts the? I believe so. The chunks that they were released. If it was about two to three hours long, that is the first part. Yeah, I guess it probably would have been roughly that. Maybe a little shorter. That's probably the first. I think they're all the acts. I think this is Act Five. So yeah, I think you played the 2013 one, right? Because I've never gone in on it because I hate the idea that stuff won't be finished. Yeah, yeah. And getting into it. That's why I'm not fucking looking forward to Final Fantasy VII remake. (laughs) But well, if that is how it's chopped up. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm glad I haven't done that either because I would have found that very, not unsatisfying, but I would have mm. found that incredibly frustrating finishing at that point and then yeah. just being like, wait two years or whatever. I don't know how the fucking memory on people who can yeah. appreciate yeah. that format of thing works, yeah. but they have better memories than me. Yeah. Uh, th- this game specifically, this isn't like a Telltale game where it's like chapter one of a story, you can kind of remember a story. This is like... Because it's all about the atmosphere and like puzzle mm. solving. Well, and Telltale are coming out two months later. Yeah. Well, ideally, it, it, they were. Yeah. But unlike that with everything, even TV shows in between seasons. Right. Like when a show comes back, I'm like, who the fuck are all these people? <laughs> yeah. Like most of the time I need His to like... His pants are what shape? <laughs> <laughs> How are they square? Who is this? <laughs> Most What's of the time he doing I, on the Squidward show? <laughs> I need. How's he breathing underwater? <laughs> I need to go back and watch like the final episode of the season before. Graphic yeah. novels, I'm the same. Right. They often there's like big gaps in between there. I'm like, oh, I don't really remember what's going on. But um, so anyway, yeah, I played the first act. I love it. Oh wow! I really love it. I did oh. not think that you were gonna love it. I'm surprised. I'm Me, genuinely yeah. surprised. I, I gen- generally don't love this kind of mm. thing where you're not you're not really playing anything. Mm-hmm. You're not doing too much. But the atmosphere and the tone and the vibe and just everything about it, mm. it's just got this like great eeriness to it. Yeah. Yeah, there's not um, – even in terms of calling it a um, like a point and click, it's not even really – it's not even really that so far mm. in the sense that, you know, with, with I guess, LucasArts is like the biggest example of that kind of game where, you, you know, you, you're able to pick something up and then you have yeah, it and yeah. work out what other thing in the room you could combine it with to... Yeah, use monkey's paw on pineapple. That, and that sort yeah, of stuff, yeah. yeah. Talk to dad. Yes. <laughs> Tell dad <laughs> everything. <laughs> Love him is grayed out. <laughs> <laughs> The closest thing to like a, a puzzle that I've quote unquote solved uh, so far is a is a thing where it's like the very is just basically the very first thing that you do. Sure, under the gas station. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So how much of it have you played? Most of the first act, by the sounds of it. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're under the gas station. There's people that won't get out of your way, and then they're, they're sort of in silhouette. You don't see their faces from memory. You, is that right? Yeah, you talk to them and they just don't respond. Yeah, yeah. So you're trying yeah, to say yeah. to them, "Hey, can you move? Because I need to get over to the switchboard." Mm. 
and they just you just observe them having conversations. It doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. And then I kind of did this by accident, but you you basically turn a light off and on, and then they're gone. Yeah, yeah. So then you can move on, and that to call that a puzzle is a stretch. Yeah, I think like they say something in their conversation of like. Oh, that thing is over there. Or like, you dropped the thing. Where'd it go? Maybe it rolled to the left. Like that's right. What yeah, and you they just say walk over there, and you could see it in the dark. Yeah. So yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it more approaching like interactive graphic novel type game than adventure game? That's maybe? what I'm liking. It, it feels yeah. like I'm kind of reading a comic book cool. that's got like great sure. visual style to it. Um, yeah, it's like a it's like a moving comic book. It's yeah. With I think it's not so much puzzles, but it's like. These little interactive short film moments mm. of like, yeah, like the perspective changing when you do something, but that being interesting because it's like a filmic technique or a cartoon yeah. thing or it's, I, I don't think it can, could just exist as a graphic novel and be interesting. Like, I think the interactivity is why it's cool. good. I agree. Yeah, there is stuff in it that's quite, yeah, filmic that, mm. that really elevates it. But even just watching it as a film, I don't think would have that same. I yeah. mean, the fact that there's no voice acting, like it is all text, yeah, really yeah. adds to the eeriness. Mm-hmm. Like at first I was like, oh, I kind of wish there was acting in this. But, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, if stuff's voice acted, well, a lot of the time it can be poorly voice acted. Sure. Which massively detracts from the experience. Mm-hmm. I, I always like stuff that, you know, be it technical limitations or for whatever the reason is, you, yeah, if if it's written well and you're just reading it in your head, then there's not like, oh man, mm. the person acting this just sucks and it's really taking me out of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I'm really really into it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to powering through the rest of it because it's got yeah just such a fucking just a great vibe. Yeah. So the so the fifth act of it has just come out. So I think that came out like a week ago on PC and right. the TV edition, which mm. is the console version. Yeah, so now that it's complete, every, all the consoles get it as That's well. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Really recommend it so far. Mm. Definitely, um, you know, it's it's a thing where I was like, oh, this would be cool to sit and play through with my girlfriend watching it. Like, mm. it's the sort of thing she would be into. But it definitely um, a good one to watch. There's just all these, like, little bits of detail in it. Like, the, the map where you... The way you drive around from mm-hmm. area to area. So basically, the setup is you're a delivery driver. Um, you're you're having you work for an antiques company. You're trying to find this address, and you get told that the only way to get there is uh, Route Zero. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to find out how to get on to that route. And that's kind of that the the um, implication is that it's some sort of like otherworldly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Very magic realism kind of uh, stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the 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 style of it, like the the way that the map is done, is like yeah. very minimalist and very simplistic. The way you drive from place to place, when you pause it, you uh, like the menu comes up and you can select multiplayer, and you go down to that. I was like, how do you play this multiplayer? And it just comes up with a list of instructions that are like, play with a group of people. Um, one person has the controller and is just playing the game until they see a piece of dialogue or a sound or something that reminds them of someone else in the room and then you hand the controller to that person that it's reminded you yeah, of so and you don't have yeah. to explain why. Which is just such a weird thing to have in a video. It's, it's just like, very odd. It's yeah. very odd, but I really like that that's just in there. It's mm. like, here's how you do it if you want. Yeah. It, 
it's up to you. Yeah. Like, I just kind of like that that sort of strange direction is in there in a menu. Yeah, it like it harkens back to playing those like turn-based like worms and stuff when you're like yeah, yeah. kids and you're like yeah set up house rules of like how long you get to play for and when you swap over and stuff. I right. think it's like well, classic weird, like playing a charming. single player game like yeah every uh, when when you die you switch over the controller. Yeah, the yeah. Person. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I Ooh. think you'll like it, Knox. It's really well mm. written. I'm looking forward to playing it. Yeah, I'm it's we'll like talk about it again next week, I guess, because we'll all have finished it. Hopefully, by the probably, week, I hopefully, yeah, it's relatively short. It could exist in like the control universe, right? Yeah, yeah. like that yeah. whole vibe, that Twin Peaks, X Files, like. 90s. Would you say it reminds you of the only weird person who's ever existed, Mr. David Lynch? <laughs> 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 a little bit, yeah, but in a in a in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, that multiplayer thing sounds like a good example of it just having a weird kind of personality to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like an intelligence and, yeah, sort of a little left of center vibe. Cool. Yeah. Do you know much about the size of the team that made it? No, I, I, I know exactly when each part came out because I've, like, really been like, mm. oh, I want to play this mm. but not wanted to, but I don't know much else about it. Yeah, right. It seems, yeah, it seems like it is very, like, a focused vision. Mm. Yeah. Like, it, if you told me it was just, like, one person's thing, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Well, and this is, like, if it was started in 2011, this is relatively early days of indie gaming boom Yeah, type true, stuff. true. So this has been going for a long time. I would ima- have to imagine that it's a small team. There's all these nice little things, too. Like, you can essentially choose your, like, you meet someone early on and they're like, oh, that's a cute dog you've got. What's, what's their name? And th- it just comes up. Oh, his name is, or her name. You, you know, you just pick the options of like what the name is of the yeah. dog is, and then every new area you're at, the dog is sitting by the truck, and you can just go and talk to it, and it's one-sided, but it'll just mm. give you a bunch of options of like what to say to the dog. Yeah. So just you going, boy, it's pretty weird here, isn't it? Although you know, I guess some people have their reasons for being like, oh, you know, whatever it is, and it's yeah. just like to no benefit whatsoever, mm. complete, just one-sided. But it's like I'm still doing it at every area. Yeah, I'm in, so it's yeah, just yeah. Like, just adds to the kind of weird vibe and cool. charm of it. Yeah. So would you great. like to hear who designed, programmed, uh, and composed and wrote this game? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the, it's basically three names uh, are repeated for every category. Yeah, right. The designers were Jake Elliott, Tamas Kamensky, and Ben Babbitt. Uh, the programmers were Jake Elliott and Tamas Kamensky. The artist was Tamas Kamensky. The writer was Jake Elliott. The composer was Ben Babbitt. So okay. these three people... Yeah. Have basically, it sounds like, done everything in this game. Cool. Yeah, it yeah. definitely has that feel to it. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I'm looking forward to actually playing it. I wish that the timing had worked out better. Mm. But hey, that's life, that's, huh? That is life. Yeah. If only you could sort of go back in time and you could sort of view this whole scenario from a different angle, piece it together and find some sort of solution. Well, if I was going to, you know, instead of playing a different game to completion during the week. <laughs> yes. That is old. Yeah. But if I could go back in time mm. with sort of some sort of like magical device, like a stopwatch yeah. or like a something, something like a stopwatch, shows like you a the way in some like pocket watch type of thing. Yeah. But if I was going to see things from that perspective, I want them to give me a fucking headache <laughs> if I looked at them for too long, which Return of the Oprah Din really does. Yeah. If you um, play that game for an extended stretch, mm-hmm. it sucks. So you know they, they give you a bunch of different visual options and they all give you headaches. Yeah, they yeah. give you different bright filters. I played it with the LCD one, which is just pure black and white. Right, right. But uh, yeah, Return of the Oprah Din again, if you, if you missed it. Yes. It's... Uh, 
a game from what a couple years ago now. Yeah, 2018 came out. Yes. Yeah, Switch last year. I got that version. Never got around to it. Right. Played it because I had some time in the year. and it wasn't too long. It, was, it took me maybe six or seven hours to finish. Yep. Sure. Uh. But it's fucking real good. It's a great game. I went back in on it last night yeah. after you mentioned you were playing it. Um, I did mention to you guys my save is gone. I think because I was playing on a different computer. Right. Uh, there's no. There was no cloud save or anything. Oh well. Uh, it's probably not the sort of thing you can jump back into easily anyway, because it's quite detailed. <laughs> what you do if you don't know the game, you. I you, think you're right. Yeah. You're solving a mystery of how a ship got back into port, basically mm-hmm. several years after it went missing. Yeah. With all of the crew dead. Yes. Yeah. Everyone, well, everyone's not there, at least. Yeah, yes, sure. Um, and you've got to go through this ship. You're like an insurance worker. Mm-hmm. You go through the ship and you've got to uh, sort of develop a case for what happened yeah. so that insurance can be paid out or not as your, required. Your goal is to basically identify each person, yeah. identify how they died and if they were killed by someone, who they were killed by. So you've got a little mysterious box that you get given mm-hmm. with a with a pocket watch in it that when you point it at a corpse, lets you go back in time and see the moment that person died. Yes. And so you're going through in this like very... Um, interesting style that is really cool to look at at first mm-hmm. which is this visual sort of Commodore 64 or maybe Apple earlier. II type yeah, stuff yeah. that's like the default yes. one it goes to and it's that like black and white speckly dithered kind of but the black is sort of like a dark dark green like an old CRT TV yeah. sort of thing yeah. and that's the one you can change you can change mm. the filter basically to be like a blue mm-hmm. whatever screen yep. some old IBM screen that yep. looks yep. green and all that sort of shit um all of them hurt the eye after a while, but it is—it's a cool look. For, yeah, it's—it's it's a real choice, like a real yeah. design choice. It's apparently really difficult to do. It wears off quickly too. Is my one right. big criticism of it is that at some point it was kind of hindering my enjoyment of the game because it does right. make it a little difficult to see. And though it, it's such a unique and cool looking thing, I, it isn't necessary or in any way tied into the gameplay at all. It doesn't relate to anything you're doing. No, I guess not. It sort of evokes maybe like old 1812, you know, illustrations. Sure. That sort of thing, like a Moby Dick feel, it, maybe. And, and it f- it's cool. Yeah. But at some point it's real surfacy and It does hinder your ability to like recognise people. Yeah. Which is a key element it, of the game. Totally. So you're yeah. going through and in these little tableaus that it gives you, the moment that someone died, you can walk around. It's one fixed moment. Yeah, so it's like literally someone will be frozen mid-action or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. the, the second they died, yeah. usually. Right. Um, so you've got to uh, trace the path of a bullet to see who shot them or try and find them in this chaotic scene and they're being, you know falling from something or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. and you've got to establish who they are firstly you have this crew manifest and you have drawings of each of the people you've got to put together who's who uh through contextual clues which is the the huge big great really well done part of this game yeah because it's like subtle or vague dialogue so you'll get like the two or three sentences that precede the moment of their death. Right, just on a black screen yeah. with subtitles. Yeah. And it might be, in best case scenario, someone goes, Peter, what are you doing? Yeah. 
and you go, someone here is Peter. Yes. <laughs> and then you've got Peter to Griffin. Man, <laughs> <laughs> well, Lois, I gotta get off this ship. <laughs> Peter, Perfect. what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm Brian. I'm the cool one. <laughs> cool one. I'm the. I'm the Dogs one. Are cool. <laughs> I'm the the one that Seth MacFarlane thinks he's the. You know, oh, I'm alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He is the cool uh, one. Yeah. Uh, woman, I'm no, gonna yes, take over the, the cool world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's Mr. Burns. Anyway, we got our mid podcast riff. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking funny show! <laughs> more of a more got a griffin than a riffin, mm-hmm. don't we fucking think? Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Big influence on all of us. It's fair to say, <laughs> yeah, Family yeah. Guy, mm-hmm. big comedic touchstone for yep. all three of us. Something yep. that you don't want to be like is an influence. Yeah, still, yeah, exactly. Um, I, yeah, the uh, the thing that it does is giving you those vague clues mm. that you really have to look for and yeah actually think about you have to deduce things from logic that it doesn't prompt you to do yeah and it's it also along with the magical device you get a book and at the start of the book it has a list of all the people yeah it's got the man the, so it's, the crew yeah, manifest it's all the names and then it sort of fills in this book as you go with the scenarios with vague details you sort of are the person who goes in and makes those vague details more concrete yeah there's like chapters like the end is shown there's like a yeah, a whole bunch of stuff within that book that is also clues. And you're you're choosing how they died from a huge list of things, plenty of which never come up. Right, There's yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of like red herrings in there. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people you have to identify by really thinking about it. Like yes. some of them you kind of, not even really thinking about it, but just in ways that I don't want to give examples of because yeah. it's really all there is in this game. Yeah. But in ways that you are proud of for realizing because they aren't in any way prompted yes it's just actual logic that's been put in that scene of yeah. like this person is near this person so they must be in some way related because yep. they're he- here with them in that moment and as it oh, goes cool. it goes along further it's like oh this person was mentioned in this room in this cabin and and someone else was mentioned maybe this a similar name or the same name or the same last name in a different cabin on a different deck and now i've pieced together their relationship with Two other people, like it's you yeah. really are deducing it. Like the, yeah, the crew manifest, yeah. it says this guy's from Scotland. I heard a Scottish accent. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. What could it mean? That's mm. really cool because a lot of times with this kind of thing, the yeah, the real world logic and the game's logic are very different. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, often you go, oh, I'm just solving this by, I guess what it means is this. I and guess what the sure, game wants me sure. to do is this. This is what it means when it says da da da, rather than just like thinking. Well, in actual real terms, if I was observing this in the real world, this is how it would go. Mm. And a lot of detective-y stuff in games is you're more like a fucking um, lost, uh, missing items finder. Yes, yes, yes. totally. You're walking yeah. around and you're looking for the paperclip and then there'll be a subtitle saying, a paperclip, that right. must mean this. And yes. you, you found it because when you walk into a room, you hold down alt and all the things glow in the room. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. You're like, okay, well, I pick up every item and they all relate to something. And so, you're, you're yeah. properly making what feels like, and it's, because the game is so well designed mm. that it puts that stuff there for you to find. It is yeah. it is still it is prompting you. I say it's unprompted, but of course it's all deliberately there. Well exactly, yeah. Everything in the game is programmed into the game. Yeah, it isn't <laughs> yeah. randomly made. But th- it you are left the freedom to discover this stuff yourself and make those deductions in what feels like a really um detective mm. clever way it makes it's a game that makes you feel clever yeah yeah i remember when it came out a lot of the reviewers saying they started like taking pen and paper notes and drawing out maps oh, wow. and things nerds <laughs> nah you can do it all in your brain man yeah 
uh, I like was a watching, real nerd. Yeah, no, I was watching fucking sport. Yeah, while I was playing it, I was yeah. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all the best detectives. <laughs> detectives, fuck man, yeah. you can't. Yeah. You and can't they drink a lot. Yeah, and that's cool. It's dead badass. I was wearing my duster. I had my fedora on. <laughs> I was logged into Reddit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's got like an interesting enough kind of story. Yeah. Uh, it isn't the drive so much. Like once you've put it all together, you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. those individual moments of putting together this huge crew and figuring out who they are and how they done and, and being logical about stuff is super satisfying. Yeah, I think the... I think... I agree with the visual design. It's like, it's not necessarily beneficial. Well, and at some point it genuinely just became uncomfortable to look at yeah. for me. But I appreciate that it's like a very unique style. It is. I also think the sound design is great. Like the music that is there as well. I didn't like the music. Really? Yeah. I it, loved it. I thought it set the tone really, yeah. really well. It's like this kind of stuff that Hans Zimmer threw away for Pirates of the Caribbean pirate yeah. music. And each like chapter it's has its own theme. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I didn't get super into that, but um yeah, the 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 general vibe of it was good. Mm. Um just I everything like because that core thing of figuring out who everyone is and, and use and using pure logic yes. to destroy, <laughs> destroy feminists. <laughs> <laughs> because that was so satisfying, um I wasn't even analyzing any of the other yeah, stuff. Really. Yeah, I'm right. saying this because it's, I have to. Yeah. I, well, I don't have to. I can do what I fucking <laughs> want. But, you know, when, you, when you're talking about something, you talk about the pros and the cons. And I didn't think any of the dressing, though cool, mm. really added to my experience. It felt like right. a separate thing. You know, when like in a, a, a movie that is... I know movies. I've, I've seen some. So, yeah. you know movies, right? Yeah. You know when you see you know when you know see a shot? I hope he doesn't get too specific and, and reveal that I've never seen a movie. <laughs> you know when you see a shot in a movie mm-hmm. that's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some unnecessary fucking push-pull and you're like, that's cool in isolation, but why'd you put it in here? Yeah, I know what you mean. Do, yeah, uh, like yeah. some unnecessary fucking big hallway fight or right. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is all in one take. You're like, oh, well, why, cunt? Right, right. Uh, the, it, all of the visual style felt like that to me. Yeah, right. I didn't. I, I. It's cool, but I don't. It's not really justified in the world of the game. No, it's a separate idea yeah. to the game. Yeah, if that I, makes sense. Yeah, and a, not necessarily a positive one for that long of a stretch of time, and for when it's that separate and sometimes irritating for the actual specific thing that you're doing. Yeah, I think my opinion on it is I like it stylistically. I appreciate that it was done. Um, the technique and all of that stuff, I'm I'm all in favour of. Yeah, and I did, but but I did find it hard to see some things. It feels like you got like a cheat code on in one of the new Wolfenstein yeah, games, yeah. right? But here's the thing, though: if I imagine this game with a normal graphical style, yeah, I think it looks bad. Well, that's I was going to sure. say that. Like, I it's wonder very, how much yeah. their justification, like the, the people making it, whether they're whether they have like a deep reasoning behind well no this is why this is how it ties into the world of the game mm. or whether it's as simple and um, commercially driven as you know what a lot of indie games come out maybe it might take people a longer time to 
gravitate towards this without mm. us having something that really sticks out and is really... It's a massive hook for, like, totally. if you're scrolling through, yeah. you know, Polygon or Kotaku and you see a screenshot, you're like, what is that game? Well, I was aware of it a lot sooner than I would have been because of that. Mm. One one thing where it does tie into the gameplay, I suppose, that's occurring to me now is a lot of what you're doing is identifying faces and it makes the faces not look as distinct from each other as they might with in quotes, normal graphics. Sure. Which kind of adds a layer of really having to get to know these people and right. actually when right. you see them again, you're like, I, I remember who that is right? because I've studied their fucking weird little black and white face. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Aren't you glad I said and white? <laughs> <laughs> but the... It is. It's a lot of guys who are all wearing like bandanas and wearing uh, puffy shirts, but some of them have eye patches. And some of what you're doing is like trying to identify like, does that guy look Chinese? Right. Okay, and yeah. every time the answer is, how can you know? How can you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, it doesn't detract massively. I'm kind of harping on it too much. But it's, I almost saw it as like a feature, not necessarily like a fun feature, but like yeah. in the same way that there were graphical or, or just mechanical limitations of those old LucasArts games. And whatever, at some point, like why the fuck's Master Chief got to be green? Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like totally. it's just right. a design choice. So, I mean, I can imagine someone listening to this conversation and saying, well, so many indies that come out now are 8-bit mm. and 16-bit themed. Mm-hmm. For f- for basically no reason Cheaper other than just aesthetically yeah, yeah. aesthetically appear and I kind of do like that that it's it's I I guess I I've always kind of assumed that their thought was just imagine that this game was released on the Apple II that's yeah. that's what we're tapping into that mm. this game has come out on this computer that you had when you were six and I guess yeah. if maybe I had more of a depth of knowledge of Apple II style games, mm-hmm. I might be able to go like, this is just like, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And maybe it is, but uh, yeah, it, it feels like pretty cool dressing. Yep. That isn't really necessary. And at points I was like, oh, I wish I could turn it off. Yeah, sure, sure. But whatever, it, it is what it is. And it that doesn't re- actually detract. I really am talking about it too much. That would be a funny flip if when you finish the game, you unlock the filter that just makes it look normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the guy who developed Papers, Please. Did you guys play that? Damn, yeah. I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. That was a great game. That is a great game. Really, like, well-written game yeah. specifically. I think, yeah, from, from the Wikipedia, just based on this style stuff, the guy himself What's wanted his to name again? I Lucas remember. Pope. That's right. He wanted to make a game using a one-bit aesthetic. Right. So it was like a challenge, essentially. Okay. And, and it sort of was driven from there. Um, it was all made in Unity, so it's not like he developed the engine or anything no, specifically. It's just like a filter or whatever. Yeah, that's like yeah. Some sort of thing. Um, I don't understand how <laughs> these <laughs> things were. It's some sort of thing, I would imagine. But yeah, I think he just he specifically wanted that aesthetic. Well, and, yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It it yeah, it definitely, like you said, does set it apart from other stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's a great game, very well put together. So difficult, I would imagine, to line things up out of chronological order yeah. and have you be able to develop in real world order in the order that you're following that is completely all over the place in the game world, a logical picture of what's happening that evolves yeah. naturally over time. It's almost like he you'd have to uh, uh, visualise playing through it as you're writing it. Yeah. Because it's like things like doors open that weren't open before as you go through it. It does unfold chronologically for the player 
but backwards in the but, story, like yeah. almost completely backwards. It goes like there's ten chapters in this book, and it's or eleven, and it starts at the it last one. At the, yeah, the end. You yeah. see the captain of the ship shooting someone is the mm. first tableau you see. Yeah. And you don't know who any of them are. You don't know that he's the captain. I've just given that away. <laughs> but actually, no, you do. It's pretty easy. They go, captain, let us in. <laughs> yeah. And this motherfucker's like wearing a captain's hat, I'm pretty sure. So yeah. you're fine. But um, it's, yeah, it is impressively made. and Really, really, really clever yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, I really want to play it. Do yeah, it yeah. then. Yeah. Right, Stop I talking about it. Do it. Um, the new update for Smash Brothers is out. I gave yes. that a little bit of a go today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blyleth from um, Fire Emblem. It sounds like everyone's getting his name wrong when they say it. Blyleth. <laughs> yeah, Blyleth. Yeah, it's Blyleth. Oh, like someone's forgotten his name. Oh, hi, Blyleth. <laughs> yeah, cause, well, because it, well, the th- yeah, it's never said in the game. Blyleth. Because you put your you own name make, in. Yeah, Blyleth. true. Yeah, you name him whatever you want. Blyleth? People just call him Teach. That's what that's <laughs> yeah. what he should have been in there as. Teach. Yeah. Teach. Like Joker is the Persona 5 guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but you can name him what you want. But he uh wait. You you name him in, in the game. In Persona Five, you give him whatever name you want. Oh yeah, but then he's yeah, right, but then his, his alter ego is, is he's always Joker. Joker. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. people characters in the voiceover are referring to him as Joker. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, uh so gave that a little bit of a spin. Um Yep, it's a new Smash <laughs> character uh, with a bunch of sword-based moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did think was cool was his classic mode where y- it's chronologically you taking on all of the uh, other Fire Emblem oh, characters yeah. that are in the game. That's funny that they have enough of those characters now to <laughs> yeah. make a full a single-player mode. It's basically Fire Emblem Fighters That's yeah, mode. Uh, and the second last battle you do is... The um the new stage that's in there, which is the monastery from oh, yeah. Three Houses, and you fight three Blyleths that are uh their costumes are red, blue, and oh, yellow. Nice. So it's as if you're taking on all the um house captains. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which is kind of funny. The idea that like you know in the game you're leading one of them, and then you're in this battle where you're just beating the shit out of all three of them, mm. including the one that you're teaching. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's teachers, man. That's true. That, oh. Back in the day, that was when that was when schools were really schools. <laughs> yeah, when you could go outside and ride your bike. Yeah, oh. we fell from trees and <laughs> broke our arms, but we ended up okay. Global warming isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the final like boss fight that you do is against the crazy hand and master hand, but it's a team battle with you. And every other Fire Emblem character that's in the game. Cool. It's nice. sick. It's nice. <laughs> just like eight of you taking on and you know normally when you do those battles just you know you just as one player yeah they can take a little while to like kind of wear both of the hands yeah. down yeah this one you do in like three seconds flat because you've Fine. got eight other characters just wailing on it for you that's cool um, so i thought that was a nice little touch yeah i always i always like the new characters being in there like the first thing i'll do is load it up and go into their classic mode to just see because that's kind of the most interesting part about them is mm. like well how have they themed this mode for this character. And yep. that's that whole game, right? Is just lots of nice little touches. Yeah, mm. totally. Which um, cool to hear they're still at it. Yeah. So good character. Like it, it totally like, um, yeah, playing as him, having played, spent a lot of time with uh, Three Houses. It was cool getting to the monastery stage and hearing the music in the background. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, mm. I'm back. Do you have that sword? You do, yeah. You've got mm. like, what are the, the, um, the weapon, uh, the, um, the divine weapons? What are they called? Yeah, that you get in the game. Yeah, that's what they're called, I think. Divine but weapons. But there's like different ones. There's like a bow that axe. you get. Yeah. So he's got all of them. Like right. they're all kind of attributed to different like directions. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's me fucking done for the week, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I uh, I've been playing. Oh, I've been playing a lot more Dragon Ball Kakarot. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It. It really, for me, is just like I'm going through the story quicker than if I was watching it, which is good because I don't have the time to watch it all again. Game mm-hmm. of 2020 so far for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yep. It's good and everyone likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't gone back to that at all. I play a little bit of Earth Night as well, which is like a – it's kind of appy. It's like a um, – what are they called? Endless Runner kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's an Earth Night, that thing where you've all got to turn your lights off for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hashtag Earth Night. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, everyone. The Cat Empire plays every year. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically you're running along the back of this big dragon and you all you can do is you can jump and then you can control the speed that you're uh, falling after the jump. Mm-hmm. So there's like enemies. So you basically are having to time your jumps, but then time the rate that you're right. going down from the jump to like jump on enemies and what? get more distance and height and stuff. What on? I'm playing it on the Switch. Right. It feels very appy, but yeah, okay. it's 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 fine. Man, the Switch store fucking sucks. It really it's sucks. There is so much bullshit on there. Yeah. I don't think people harp on about it enough. Mm. I like there is a ton of Absolute shit. It I'd needs an overhaul or it needs big time quality control. It's ninety percent bad content. It's yeah, fucked. It's I hate really, looking at yeah. that. I, because like there's so many of those games that are clearly mobile ports yep. or just like bullshit PC games that were made for eighty dollars and a fucking boot in a in a bin. Yeah, it's shit it's some of the computer stuff. sitting yeah. in a bin. <laughs> They're like, well, don't you want to come back into the office? No! It's it's I'm um, making Doctor Two. It's, it's the sequel to Doctor. <laughs> doctor it's two. the game about how you, <laughs> you go to the doctor and you've got to just pick what disease it is because they've got boils and it all looks like shit. My favourite doctor was Doctor the 13th Doctor. Yeah, oh. yeah, the 13th Doctor. Me too, bro. But, like, it's all this I don't know which one's the 13th one. I think that's Peter Capaldi. Oh, okay. Peter Capaldi. Fun, it's fun to say his name. Yeah. Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. Not my favourite Peter, though. Feels like I'm speaking Italian. Peter Capaldi. <laughs> it's an Italian name. Nah, it's he's Irish or Scottish. Capaldi? He's Scottish. Capaldi? Capaldi. It ends with an I. Yeah, that so does... It has to be Italian. Lots of Scottish words end with I. Ock-I. <laughs> <laughs> but... Good Lord. There's the, it, the Nintendo Switch e-store is what the iPhone app store is now, I guess. I was going to say sure. when it launched, but it's mostly... Well, the App Store is, I would prefer to look at even. Because the App Store yeah. doesn't have like a latest thing though. That's the problem. If you get right. on the Switch eStore and it's got the most current thing there. so Or coming soon, that bit as well. Yeah, it's but just if there's yeah. a game All that you chart. knew came out today yeah. or Cow even farm. the day before that you want to <laughs> yeah. get that's a legitimately good game, yeah. you will have to scroll through like a few rows but of just crap yeah. to My find truck it. life. Yeah. God, there's some oh. just, they're just, and I mean, that's the thing is that there's pl- I'm sure there's plenty of... Sh- there, well, there is plenty of shit on the PlayStation and Xbox stores as well. They just yeah. organise... It's not the first thing you but see. But there's not this sort of shit. A sure. lot of this shit yeah. is not on there. And I yeah. don't know if it's because they're doing some sort of uh, quality control or if it's just because there's more money to be made on the Switch. Yeah, I, ju- I just think with... The, the problem is that it... Like, that shit is the first thing that you see when you fire up the Switch mm. store. Yes. They need like a... They need like a more prominent... 
featured page or like yeah yeah I it's, think that's the, not in their interest to like knock things back but they have, have a curated section or make it harder to find that genre separation categories is you there can ways search to yeah if you go to the search you can just hey show me all the downloadable content and sort of by popularity it's it's right. it's all right okay but, but if you just scroll through recent releases something that came out a week ago that's mm. like a, a trip like like one of their releases will be so far down yeah. the list by that time because there's about eight new shitty fucking yeah, yeah monster ca- mansion yeah yeah, yeah 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 and it's like some picture of a fucking shit looking vampire yes. Yes. looks like an yeah. old 70s russian cartoon yeah and that cunt's one fangs longer than the other yeah looks like an absolute dick yeah and you've got to look like at that cunt every day because he's always on sale for two dollars <laughs> yeah or it's tales of star mountain and it's just, it's like a yeah. shitty knockoff of a JRPG. There's yeah, some yeah. bird Those. holding a sword and you're like, yeah. who's this fucking bird? Yeah. <laughs> I, I really genuinely hate going on the store for that thing. And it Me makes too. the Switch feel like a piece of shit. I, know. I like yeah. to go on the PS store. And at least, because I know that there are like deal sections and stuff on the e-store. But whatever it is about the interface is bad. You can go to the PlayStation store and it's like, uh, deals, featured, latest... The genres are all right there. It's sorted by popularity. And yeah. Like, it's, I don't know what it is about it, but it's a more intuitive design. I There's don't like the design of the Switch one too much. It's just the, yeah, the clunkiness of having all that shit take up so much of the main page. There's yeah. a website called psprices.com mm. that, I will, uh, that I have an account on. And oh. the account there is set up in service of finding out when there's deal. It'll right. so you can go wishlist things and or like just have a look on there. And it's an mm. easier way than going on all the stores of the different things right. to look at what's on sale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what's currently on sale on the Switch: motorcycle mechanic simulator for one dollar seventy eight. Good deal. Fuck, it must That's be a good, cheap. A good game. That's cheap. It's, it's on a major platform. <laughs> The Mims beginning. Ooh. You've heard of The Sims? <laughs> yep. Well, fuck my ass. The Mims <laughs> the are Mims. here. He's a little alien that's doing some magic and he uh, sounds like The Sims. Is Lep on there? Lep, Lep probably should, is on here. Insane if Lep isn't on I've, here. I've hidden a lot of these actually, so I'm going to go to uh, the Switch and, and have a, another look. The Lep franchise would be pinned at the top for you, I assume. <laughs> yeah, well, I've already bought them all, so yeah, that's, that's of true. course I, I don't need to have it. Actually, I need to just log out so that I can see all of them and it doesn't have... You can hide hide ones you don't like that you maybe already own. Yeah, sure. Stuff like that. Um, I, I It's a good website. If what is it called? To, it's called psprices.com, right. but it's got PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Yeah, cool. I think PS3 and stuff. And uh, it doesn't have Steam. Okay. But whatever. Steam has a good enough interface, yeah, I feel. exactly. Yeah. So hold on, let's go into Australia. I'll get back in there. Because I... Uh, Look, I just want to read out some funny names for the, <laughs> you know, 15 minutes more we should record. <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> what? I reckon there's going to be 15 fucking minutes worth of Switch games that are on sale that seem bad. A hundred percent. Whether or not I should read them. Yeah, that's that's, that's the my argument. Maybe. Contention, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, my podcast too, and I get to talk about Ultra I Off Road so. Twenty Nineteen, Alaska. You should have a control of one third of the show's content. Ships. How is that name not taken? The Sorry ships. if I yelled. Tommy just turned <laughs> ships. It's just called ships. Ships. 
Do, do you want to hear a description of ships? Um, I could probably guess. Take control of three special purpose ships and perform interesting missions uh, okay. in the dangerous waters of the Baltic Sea. <laughs> the if Baltic. I was a dad, maybe I would have bought that. Bouncy yeah. Bob 2, one fifty-seven. Oh, Bouncy Bob? Yeah. Uh, do you want to play Bouncy Bob 2 or do you want to play Billy Bomber? Because Billy Bomber's Ooh. bad, but Bouncy Bob 2, badass. Mm. Billy Bomber sounds pretty good. Buy Billy Bomber or buy Bouncy Bob 2? How much is Billy Bomber? Yeah. Billy Bomber's a dollar fifty-seven. Yeah, okay. if, if whichever one's under They're $2. both a dollar fifty-seven. Fucking oh. hell. Billy Bomber. Carpet, yeah. uh, carpet Mechanic Simulator Pocket Edition. Uh, I'm so sick of having to be tied to my console to exactly. play Car Mechanic yeah. Simulator. Finally, the one Switch yeah. game you can have in your pocket. As long as you've got fucking cargo pants to put a Switch <laughs> in. Epic. Which Wicked. you do right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Catch a Duck, Shadows 2, Perfidia, Bus Fix 2019. Fucking hell. I'm going to go get my Bus Fix, which means I'm taking drugs. These are all like the non-ironic version of Goat Simulator. Yeah. Like, you know how yeah, Goat yeah, Simulator yeah. is sort of like a take on this. These are just like, make a have a bus. They all look like the games that get made up to be in the background of bad TV shows. Yes. Yeah. These games are all made on that game dev... Story game. Yeah. Yeah. Redneck Skeet Shooting, Selma and the Wisp, Car Trader, Hotel Dracula, <laughs> Chicken Rider, <laughs> Gym Hero, Idol Fitness Tycoon, Fuck. Darkest Hunters, Car Mechanic Manager. <laughs> <laughs> you manage the mechanics. You, yeah. You send them out on different jobs. And then yes. you've got to load up Car Mechanic Simulator yeah, and yeah. do the orders the that you've given yourself. Game. That actually sounds in. cool. Yeah. Go Fishing 3D. <laughs> I love Go Fish, but you know what? Mm. Not enough dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Theatre Tales. <laughs> Good God. They it's just about a cast fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only lot tales of, I've ever heard out of theatre A lot of backstage groups. massages. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cuphead. <laughs> Godly Corp, guess the word. <laughs> guess the word sounds they great. They really do sound Guess the word up. sounds really good. Um, ladder. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanic, yes. yes. You got it. Yes. Do we have a game for you? <laughs> Little shopping. Oh. <laughs> Pet care. I want to fly. Avenger bird. <laughs> These can't be real. King's Air, Rise to the Throne, Muse Dash. That's okay. when Muse are late for a concert. Mm. Almost there, the platformer. Inferno 2, back to bed. Mm. Not a subtitle, a separate one. I said it like it was a subtitle. <laughs> the Bug Butcher. <laughs> that old guy from the 1700s London who used to murder prostitutes. Mm -hmm. Remember the Bug Butcher? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dimension Drive. Serial Cleaner. Serial cleaner. C E R or S No 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 no. <laughs> Someone who's cleaned multiple times. <laughs> the Forbidden Arts. Oh yeah, podcasting. It's about <laughs> <laughs> Paperbound Brawlers. Safari Pinball. Car Quest. World End Syndrome. Oh. Oh, the coronavirus. <laughs> Foxyland two. All right, I think we've done. I think that's quite enough. I think that's Lost Orbit, Terminal out. Velocity, Instant Tennis. I'm sick of having to wait for my tennis. Yeah, Oxygen. That's what I'm, I'm doing right now. Once we're done with this, oh, I'm yeah. watching the tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 99 <laughs> seconds, rock and roll racing. God, I could go some DX. Instant Tennis right now. Yeah, Superstar Path. This is like Knox is playing tennis up against the wall. <laughs> Just glide. That's my favourite Lady Gaga song. All right, before we wrap up this episode of Filthy Casuals, yeah. uh, we got an email from one of the people who worked on the exhibition that we went to. 
Oh, Did we really? Yeah, I didn't see yeah. this. The, uh, the guy who worked specifically on the VR technology. Oh, really? Uh, I believe his name was Keith. Yeah, right. Um, mm. Listened to the show. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Um, so thanks for emailing in. Told us that the headsets are Oculus Rift S's. Ah, nice. Well, uh, Keith, so, yeah. you've won a copy of Balthazar's Dream on the <laughs> Switch. One dollar eighty. You can take. That is, that we find out Keith worked on all of these games, and we've just completely <laughs> yeah. eradicated all the goodwill we built up with him. Sure. Well, if you don't want a copy of that, if you worked on it, you can have Mr. Blaster. Kenny, Dark fuck, v- Kenny. Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. To make up for our mistake, you can have a copy of Tap Skaters. Oh. Or gunpowder on the teeth arcade. Oh, oh the arcade edition. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. More souped up than mm-hmm. the home version. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Had to scale it down. The child's psyched. I bet there's at least <sighs> bot vice. You've read out so many <laughs> that like, like that someone <laughs> listening will have played. Yeah, some of these. Well, I so mean, so let us know if you've played any of the games, Adam. Re- How about this? If you've played any of these games that Adam read out, excluding Cuphead, mm-hmm. let us know and send us a little review. And doesn't, we'll get to some of them next week. Doesn't Levens do a podcast about all of those games? <laughs> all, all the small games. Mm, yeah. And they don't come much smaller than a buck seventy nine. Yeah. Has he reviewed Estiman? <laughs> uh, the game that I'm assuming is about a superhero who estimates. Oh, oh. nice. How many people are burning in that building? <laughs> Nine? Yeah. yeah, but he's just lazy. He's like, ah, zero. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like about <laughs> yeah. none from here. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Grab Lab. <laughs> Grab Lab, really? I'm oh, my yeah. favourite comedy show in yeah. Melbourne. Are you Grab serious? Lab. Grab Lab. Fuck yeah. Nice. You gotta get Huey onto it. Yes. <laughs> Fly O'Clock. So clock. in. <laughs> so in. Yeah, sorry the everyone. <laughs> the Mahjong Also hi to Huey if you're still listening to this episode. Oh, um, friend of the show, Nick Cody, yes. was texting me this morning mm-hmm. telling me that his wife bought him a Switch recently oh, yeah. as a present and then now calls him... A nerd with a Game Boy. Which, something about getting someone a gift and then roasting them for having that gift. Yeah. Is a, that's a sick move. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> some queen shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. But like he's been that. playing Breath of the Wild and loving it. Oh, nice. Yep. I didn't think that would be a very Cody-esque game. Me either. Yeah. And according to his text, neither did he. Yeah, right. Pleasantly surprised. Wow, maybe he is a fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he'd be more into Frederick, Resurrection of Music. Oh, God. (laughs) We should get him on to review Monster Energy Motocross 3. (laughs) Fuck, we actually should. (laughs) That'd be fun. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't very keen at the start, but I'm hooked. $2.50, Event Horizon. (laughs) Oh, great. Cool. (laughs) He said, I wasn't keen at the start, but I'm now hooked. A true open world game. It fucked up Fallout for me. Mm. Yeah, go try and get Calamity Ganon, you four heart, no stamina, cunt. <laughs> okay, yeah. That the does Cody sound review. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, two more. Princess Maker, Go Go Princess, Teddy Gangs. Teddy Gangs sounds pretty nice. Serious. Yeah, I'm done. I've put the phone away. I'm sorry about that. I had to get it out of my system. I fucking hate the Switch store. Yeah. All right, well, next week we'll be back. We'll be reviewing <laughs> We'll be reviewing the Monster Energy Drink yep. video game I, across all the consoles. So yeah, we'll we, yes. Yeah, real good <laughs> consumer advice that episode. <laughs> Which one? Consumer advice if you're a Monster Energy Drink consumer, stop before you die. Mm-hmm. Oh, should we all just get... Should we all just chug a big oh. can of it before we record? Yeah. Just be fired up with negative opinions about this bad game. Yeah. I think we should actually do that. Thing to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Well, that if you just if you have an energy drink before recording, you might end up spending 20 minutes reading Switch games. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't do it. Yeah. 
Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. Uh, check out the uh, recently concluded Let's Play of oh, yeah. Until Dawn on mm-hmm. our YouTube channel. Uh, head to filthycasuals.com.au for links to our social media and our Patreon. Yes. If you support the show, you can get an extra episode every month. Every uh, week. Sorry, every week. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, we'll be back next week. We'll dive into a bit more Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, so we'll have more thoughts on that. Yeah. The Monster Energy Drink mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, plenty of other stuff to come. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Now that I've come to, I'm genuinely sorry about spending so long reading out those six shapes. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.